Did you know that studies have shown affirmations can profoundly influence your psychological well-being, enhancing self-confidence and reducing anxiety? Here at Positive Birth Australia, we have crafted a 20-minute birth affirmations track filled with soulful, carefully curated affirmations to empower, inspire, and guide you to deeply remember the power you hold within. And to my fellow belly birth mothers, we have created a track specifically for you to honor that all birth is a sacred moment of profound significance. For only $5, you can download and immerse yourself in our affirmations track to transform your mindset in the lead up to birth and during labor, serving as a potent reminder of the inherent power and love you possess. Visit us at www.positivebirthaustralia.com or head to the show notes and follow the link provided to start your journey toward a more empowered birth experience. Welcome to Positive Birth Australia, a podcast created to empower and educate mothers along their own pregnancy journey. Each week, I'll be sharing insightful and inspiring birth stories and advice in the hopes to help you create your own positive birth experience. I'm your host, Sky Marie. Let's get into today's show. Welcome back, guys. On today's episode, Tanya takes us through her two incredibly empowering home births. Tanya worked as a naturopath in a midwifery clinic where she was constantly surrounded by beautiful, inspiring birth stories. This is what gave her the confidence to bring her baby's earthside in the safety and comfort of her own home, supported by her husband and a private midwife. This is a beautiful journey that I know you guys will love, so enjoy the episode. Hi, Tanya. Thank you so much for coming on today's show. Thank you for having me. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you live and who's in your family? Yep. So I'm in Brisbane and I live with my husband and I have a five-year-old daughter, Freya, and a little boy, Finn, who just turned seven weeks. I love that. Freya and Finn. Yeah. (gasps) So so cute. (laughs) And did you plan to conceive Freya? Yeah, they were both planned. Oh, awesome. And what was your pregnancy and birth like with Freya? Um, It was really good, straightforward, Mm -hmm. um, no issues, um, low risk um, for my pregnancy. Mm -hmm. My birth was also good. It was just very long and hard. Obviously, they're all hard. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, hers was very long and slow. It was about 52 hours in total. wow. What model of care did you choose for her? Did you go in a hospital or? No, so I had home births with both my babies. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah, it was. It really was. They, they've both been great. So how did you choose that? Because I feel like five years ago, home births weren't really the thing to do. Well, I guess it kind of depends on um, on you know who, who you're around and yeah. what you do, um, but for me, luckily, I, uh, I'm a naturopath and oh, um, awesome. I was lucky enough to work in a centre called the Mama Centre. So they were, a, it's a private, it was a private midwifery clinic and they did predominantly um, home births. Wow. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I worked in there as a naturopath and I also got to work with an obstetrician at the Redlands Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was sort of referring 
um, some of his patients to me for different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was lucky enough to get um, to know some of the women doing both hospital births, mm-hmm. private, public, and home birthing. So I got to hear all their experiences awesome. and their stories and their journeys. So so I was really lucky to be able to have kind of like an inside scoop of all yeah. the different types of ways to have support. Yeah. And yeah. so ultimately that's what pushed you down the path to home birth. Yeah. Well, there was just so, there was just too many beautiful home birthing stories mm. to, to not decide to do that for us. And what was the process for that? So did you have private midwives or? Yeah. So, um, so I just, you know, got them as my private midwives and we decided to have home birth. So I never really went to the hospital. I went mm-hmm. once for an appointment just to um, go check out, uh, you know, the facilities and see where I would need to go in case I did get transferred. Yeah, okay. Um, but, um, but, yeah, other than that, I just went to my um, mi- midwives for all my appointments mm. and, yeah, that was it. Yeah, awesome. And had you done any prep work to get you ready for this birth? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I think my – Um, preparation was just to sort of be around good um, like people who had good experiences and my midwives and um, just not really open myself up to people who wanted to talk about their bad experiences and um, yeah so it was was kind of just tunnel vision listening yeah listening and um, just getting to know all the different types of births and, you know, watching birth videos and just talking to the women at the clinic and just learning about their experiences Mm. and talking to my midwives. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. That was pretty much um, my preparation Mm -hmm. for the first time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you want to take us to your first sign of labour with her? Uh, Yeah. So I was just getting light um like period pain sort mm-hmm. of contractions that were pretty regular and this was a saturday afternoon mm-hmm. um and so then i would just get like these contractions you know for like 4 or 5 hours and they'd stop and then they'd become more intense and then they'd mm-hmm. um get closer together it was kind of really on and off for days and days yeah. so i i had my first sort of contractions on Saturday afternoon and I ended up having Freya Wednesday lunchtime. Wow. Okay. That's a long time. So it was long. It Mm -hmm. was hard. And were you feeling super, super impatient at that point? Yeah. Impatience. That's definitely the word that I would describe mine. I was, I think from the very beginning, I was like, this is it. I was just so excited. And I just wanted them to ramp up so much that I feel like I scared them away. (laughs) Yes. I feel like I did that also. Isn't it crazy that we have the capability to do that? Yes. So you learn so much from the first time I feel. Oh, absolutely. So you got to the Wednesday and things started to amp up. Yeah. So Tuesday night is when it started amping up. It was um, when my main midwife kind of left um, because she was there pretty much the whole time Mm -hmm. and my second midwife which is Mayette which I think yes love Mayette she's beautiful Um, yeah she came and um and then when she came it kind of all everything just kind of like ramped up and and that's when my active labor started so it was like um intense Mm -hmm. and 
like very consistent. Um, so my active labor would have been about, I think 12, 14 hours. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. And I ended up having Freya at, yeah, around lunchtime that next day. Mm-hmm. Um, my water broke at about four in the morning. So I went all that time without having my water broke break. Did you go into like, cause that's a, that's a long time to be in active labor. What were your techniques in those moments to sort of stay on top of it? Uh, well, honestly, I was just in the zone. I was breathing and yeah. I just knew my baby was coming and yeah. I just had that thought, um, you know, that she will be here soon. And mm-hmm. it just, this is what it takes to, to, to get my baby earthside. Yeah. So I just do what I needed to do to get her there. And my husband was such a beautiful support. So he was by my side a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just helped me really just stay calm and just f- make, make me feel like everything was just so normal. And this was yeah. just what we had to do to get our baby earthside. So it was kind of, it was hard. It was so hard. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think with the right support with, you know, my midwives and Brenny and just the right mind frame, mm-hmm. it was just like, well, this is just kind what of what has to, to happen. So yeah. I just did Surrendered. what I had to do. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And did you get a huge rush of oxytocin once she had arrived? Yes, I did. Oh. I'll never forget that first feeling oh. of, well, when she came out after I pushed her out, it was I had her in the lounge room. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sitting um, and f- my husband was on the couch and mm-hmm. I was sitting in front of him just squatting upright. So you didn't do a water birth. It was just at home. Yeah, didn't do a water birth with my f- with Freya. Oh, cool. she, okay. um, we had the pool there, but I just felt really uncomfortable in the pool. Oh, so, okay, cool. Interesting. Yeah. So I, she was a land birth. <laughs> wow, I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was just the way she was meant to be yeah. born. It was just You listen to your body and your baby and that's where she wanted to be born. That's what, yeah, that's where we were. Yeah. But, um So you were squatting on the couch? Yeah, just in front of the couch while my husband was sitting on it behind me. I was holding his hands mm. and my midwife was in front of me. Um and yeah, I was pushing I think for about half an hour mm-hmm. and it was just so calm wow. and so quiet. I my Mayette, my other midwife, she um, filmed it and I, I watch it sometimes and I just, I can hear my midwife say, I can see her cheeks, her cheeks what? are here and I just, I'm just there pushing and breathing and I'm just like, okay, oh okay, gosh, like just so amazing. calm and so quiet. I just, it's so weird to watch because yeah. it just seems like such an intense moment, yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah, so I pushed her out, yeah, about half an hour it took and I got to, you know, pull her out and down and hold her up and I just remember crying, my baby, my baby, and I just put her on my chest and then that was, she was here. My gosh, and obviously delayed cord clamping. Well, no, not for Freya actually. Um, Oh, okay. So... That was the plan, but mm-hmm. I had uh, quite a bit of bleeding, so I had to get the um, the injection to stop the bleeding. Yeah, and then the syntocin on to help get the placenta out a bit quicker. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get to experience that slower kind of fourth stage um, part of the birth mm-hmm. or pregnancy with Freya um it was still beautiful but we just had to I was losing a bit of blood so they just had to sort of 
make sure they got onto that. Um, mm-hmm. But we still had all our skin on skin time, and my husband got some skin on skin time, and beautiful. yeah, it was it was still very slow, very beautiful and yeah. calm. And they were obviously yeah. able to control the bleeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't That's take amazing. long at all, and everything was perfect. I think in about ten, like it took about ten minutes of us just sort of resting there where we were before. I had a shower and jumped into bed with my little new fam. Oh, what a feeling. And what is the process with the midwives afterwards? Like do they hang around or are they do they stay to check baby? Um yeah, there there are a few. They do a few um checks on with uh Freya, so yeah. all the normal, you know, they do the palpation on the tummy and mm-hmm. um make sure they're responding to certain things and mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but um, they did that. And mm. I think they put a couple loads of washing on. Oh, my gosh. Um, that's so amazing. They made some tea and um, just made sure I was fed and that we were nourished just nurtured and you. fed. Yeah. Yeah. So they stayed for quite a, quite a while, a few hours, maybe the rest of the day, mm. and they left um, into the night. Um, just making sure that we were settled and, and you know, everything was okay and mm. – we, they left when they felt, well, when we felt we were ready yeah. to be alone. That's amazing. And what was your headspace like after that experience? Um, well, honestly, I just, I felt so proud of myself. Yeah. I, I just couldn't believe what I was capable of and how, how I did that. I mm. just, I think for weeks, even months, I just kept thinking back and just thinking, wow, I can't believe <laughs> that that was my experience and that I was able to to do that. I was just so proud of myself. Yeah. And, I mean, I was so ready to do what I needed to do, you know, if I needed to transfer or if something took a turn or, yeah. you know, I, I trusted in my midwives so much that I just knew that whatever they said needed to happen, yeah. if we did need to go, I would say, yeah, okay, my door, my bag is packed at the door. Yeah. So let's exactly. go. You yeah. trusted your team. Exactly. Mm. And it just was, you know, just just so happened that I had just such a beautiful experience and I was so lucky to just be able to have that did she latch straight away she did yes yeah how amazing and did you have any issues with breastfeeding um I did um just with some pain yeah and um I think our latch was a bit um off she didn't have any ties or anything like that yeah um but I did have a bit of pain, which did last a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Pretty um, common, so, though. yeah, very common. So you know, from nothing to to being you know used every yeah. couple hours or <laughs> however often she needed was pretty tough on them. <laughs> wow, so incredible! And how is your hubby after that experience? Um, I think he's never looked at me the same way, like oh, in a good way. I love you know? that. Yeah. yeah, I think we we came out of it, and we just felt like such a a good team yeah. like we I feel like we just yeah it was I I don't know what how to explain it but it mm. was just like we'd just been through something it changes that, you yeah it changes yeah. you changes your relationship how you see one another when you really need them and you're in that position where yeah. you're so vulnerable and and things are just really hard and it's just such a life a yeah. massive life transition and you, you know you just get to see a, a deeper level of of yeah, that person and, and I think it just on the other side we came out so much 
um, stronger and like a, just a really good team. Yeah, love that. That's so yeah. incredible. And so what's the age gap again between your daughter and son? Um, so there's five years. Yeah. Okay. So was that a choice or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, cool. it was. <laughs> I just, um, I never felt ready um, to, to try again. Like yeah. there was just no time where I just felt, you know, like, I want to have another baby now until, until I felt it. And then, and then I fell pregnant with Finn like straight away. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's nice too, because she's kind of at a good age where she can, she's fully conscious of what's going on. Yeah, exactly. She's, she's just as obsessed with him as, as we are. It's so cute to see. I know it's a lot. It's It's a lot. It's too much. (laughs) So obviously because you had such a beautiful experience, you chose home birthing again. Was there anything you did differently this time? Uh, yeah. So I did a lot of, um, positional preparation. So Mm. I'm not sure if you've heard of the, the spinning babies. Um, yes, I actually did that with, um, my twins. I did spinning babies techniques. Yes. So I, I, um, tried to incorporate a lot of those positions in my, uh, last trimester. Okay. And what Um, was that for? Just to give him more room? Yeah, to give him more room and just to make sure he was, or just to do what I could to encourage him to be in an optimal position for birth. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm all about prevention. So I was like, if I can do anything to encourage optimal positioning, yeah, then... Yeah, interesting. That's a good tip. Yeah. So my midwife actually, my, my midwife Mayette, she got me to start doing some um, inversions mm-hmm. off the couch, which mm-hmm. are hard to explain. But, oh, I know um, those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I started doing those in my uh, – from 30 weeks, I think. Yeah, cool. Um, and just other other things like rebozo, so like the um, piece of material um, that I would put across my tummy and I'd go on all fours and my husband would hold onto – the piece of material yeah. and sort of like uh, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We so, did those. Um, yeah. So we did that too. And um, I just felt like I was sort of being active, yeah. ac- actively trying to encourage a, a good position. So. And do you feel like it helped looking back now? Um, well, I mean, I guess we'll never know, but I yeah. do feel like it wasn't for nothing. I feel like yeah. I, I would do it again and again just yeah. to, you know, just to make sure I'm doing what I can do. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I feel like it, it did. Yeah. yeah. And my birth this time around, even though they say second births are quicker, um, this with Finn, it was a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was like preparing myself to maybe <laughs> go for a long birth again, but I didn't want to, but you just yeah. do what you got to do, obviously. Yeah. And your pregnancy with him was cruisy? Yeah, it was it was really straightforward. It was um it was beautiful, perfect, no issues. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So being a naturopath, yeah. is there anything you did differently that you know someone like me who isn't a naturopath would do? Um, well, I when I worked in the midwifery clinic, I um I would help women with their diet and okay, I'd get them to do specific blood tests um, to test for any nutritional deficiencies. Mm -hmm. Um, Early on in their pregnancy or throughout? Yeah, early on, as early as possible. And I try and encourage people to check their, um, do their bloods, even preconception so that, you know, you're, 
you're doing what you can to build your body up to make sure you don't have any deficiencies leading into pregnancy yeah. because it is hard to build up while you're, you know, Pregnant. growing human inside yeah. of you. It takes a lot of work. Um, yeah, so I think just um, ensuring that my specific levels, like there's pretty common um, nutrients that are low in mm-hmm. pregnancy, like vitamin D, zinc, iron, mm-hmm. um, iodine, things like that. So those are the things I sort of just make sure yeah. good levels. Yeah. And, you know, just all the normal stuff, just making sure I was really well hydrated every day that mm-hmm. I was, you know, moving even just a little bit and just trying to connect with my baby every yeah. day. Um, you know, just really savoring every moment and just trying to make the most of it because, you know, it, it does go so fast. Yeah. Unless you're pregnant with twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, it didn't really slow. go that fast as we do. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh, that's twins. awesome. So at what stage did you go into labor with him? Uh, so I was 41 weeks <gasps> and two days. Wow. Were you impatient or were you surrendering? I was surrendering because Good I was 41 weeks and five days with Freya. Oh. So I knew that it was, I just expected it to be, I just thought, you know what, it's going to be up to 42 weeks and I just need to relax into it. You know. Yeah. How big was Freya? Uh, she was eight pound nine born. Oh, wow. Beautiful and healthy. Yeah. She was big and Finn was even bigger. Oh, gosh. <laughs> So take us to that first moment of labor kicking in. Um, It was over the weekend. I got some pre-labor contractions. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I think there were more Braxton Hicks on the Friday, Friday night, Saturday. Um, And then Sunday went through kind of on and off. So I I started feeling like, oh, is this going to be the same as my, as, you know, Freya's labor it's Mm -hmm. gonna last for days and days um but they were they were pretty easy to deal with so I could still sleep through and rest through them even and um so I was just doing lots of positional stuff with the spinning babies positions um just to encourage you know that good position yeah for him um and Sunday night is when it got a little bit more intense. So that mm-hmm. was through the night. But, again, I was able to rest and sleep through um, through them. Um, and then it was the Monday morning when it, it was, like, really intense. So I had him Monday. So Monday morning it was really, mm-hmm. um, like, so intense, way more, way more intense than I ever felt with Freya, the contractions. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I just um, – it was probably like six in the morning and I, I just remember just thinking, wow, these are pretty intense. And yeah. I would just, Freya was going to kindy that day. So I was in the kitchen and I was making her lunch and I would stop and lean over the bench and just breathe and sway mm-hmm. through each one. So I had to, I had, did have to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't just do my normal every day through them. Right. And did um, she know what was happening? Yes. Yeah. So we'd explain to her that, um, you know, some of the things that happened through labor in case she was here, like some of the noises that Mm -hmm. I might make and um, just how the baby gets brought down by um, these uh, contractions and tightenings of my tummy. Mm -hmm. Um, So she she knew, but she was kind of just she's she was also like just a normal four-year-old like yeah. watching watching the telly before kindy yeah <laughs> and just staring over me like are you gonna make my lunch <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, oh, I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, she knew. Um, so I, well, my husband called my sister at that point and, and asked her to take Freya to kindy because, mm-hmm. you know, things were pretty intense and I just wanted him close by. Mm-hmm. Um, we called um, Mayette, my midwife, and we just let her know, you know, that it was pretty intense. I think they were like 10 minutes apart, 15 minutes apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then got off the phone. This was probably about 8 o'clock and I just – they just were getting so intense. I remember saying to my husband, I was like, this is my, this is my nine out of 10. This is nine out of 10. This wow. is really hard. This wow. is way harder than I remember with Freya. And so mm-hmm. soon. So I started to think like, how long will I have to do like this these for, for this intensity? Yeah. Um, so I, um, yeah, I was just, you know, thinking about my previous birth, even mm-hmm. though I tried to, let that Not go compare. and just think, you know, it's a completely different experience. Um, I got Brittany to call Mayette back actually. And I was like, call Mayette and just tell her that even though they're not really close together, they're so intense. And I just can, can she come over? And um, so she was like, yep, I'll come over. I'll do a check. And she just assured us. She said, it sounds like everything's just going beautifully. You're going to meet your baby soon and mm. keep doing what you're doing. Rest when you need to and eat if you can. Um, she's so lovely. Mm. Um, and then. Yeah, and did you had, fill up the pool? Not, not at this stage. Cause we yeah. were just thinking like, this is going to be ages. Yeah. And we just, with Freya, we kind of felt, filled up the pool and then it got then had to get out and then it got cold and we filled it up it was like days of just yeah, filling and you. emptying and yeah. filling so I was like we won't do it till very last minute mm-hmm. um yeah so it was so she was on her way over and then I was on the we were in our bedroom the lights were just really dark he made the bedroom really dark and I was just laboring in there and um Mayan ended up coming over and she gave us three different positions to do um, mm-hmm. uh, through contractions, which was really hard. Um, so I think because she was at my first birth and um, we we feel like because it was so long, there was some positional things um, yeah. happening with Freya. So it took her a long time to maybe get down. Yeah, um, okay. And into the pelvis. And so that's what we were kind of like working on, mm-hmm. making sure um yeah so I did that and um Mayette was like I'll just go down to get a coffee I'm just down the corner but I don't want you to feel watched and you know I'll just let you do your own thing because I think I'm the type of birth I could just I just want to be with Brenny in a dark room in a small space just us two and you know the midwives I love having them there to just make sure everything's okay do the checks that they need Mm. to when they need to um but, yeah, so she left and then when she was gone, I got to the last – we did three um, different positions and mm-hmm. I got to the last one and I just cried. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do this one. And I, I was like, I don't know how long I can do this for. This is so hard. And I just, like, sobbed into Brenny's chest yeah. and he was just like, you can do this, you can do anything. And, you know, just giving you all those supportive words love and feelings and um and so he was like hop in the shower see how you feel and I um I jumped in the shower on a ball and um 
and I just started breathing differently. Like I just started like breathing really heavy and really mm-hmm. down with each contraction. And he was like, are you pushing? <laughs> and I was like, I think so. It feels so, so much better. Um, and so I think, and even then, like while I was in the shower, some of the membranes were like coming out in a way and wow. Brenny's eyes were just so big and you could just see he was just thinking, I am going to deliver this baby <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> wow. And, um, and so he was just like, yeah, big wide-eyed, but then smiling at me, just, you know, pressing my feet down into the into the ground and mm-hmm. doing light touch, all the things we learned. We did like a, a hypnobirthing refresher and, yeah. Um, yeah, we did that with our first one as well. So we did mm-hmm. the hypnobirthing classes and took a few bits and pieces away from that mm-hmm. that we did use. Yeah, awesome. Um, and then... Uh, as I was like breathing down and sort of bearing down with my breath, like Mayette came in and she's like, okay, we jumped out of the shower and my water broke um, everywhere on the floor. Um, (laughs) um, I think there was a bucket there and I just had to, I was vomiting in it. It was just like my body was like, I'm going to get rid of everything. Um, I did, And I was sick with Freya as well, just like, I think twice close mm-hmm. to pushing. It's just like my body's trying to get rid of everything. Yeah, it was intense. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's when Mayette was like, okay, Brenny, fill up the pool. Mm-hmm. And I was with Mayette for a little while while she was doing that. She was just holding me and just she's got such a beautiful aura and just this most, you know, she just makes you feel so calm and like everything's okay. And yeah. um, she did a check. She checked um, the heartbeat, Finney's heartbeat, um, blood pressure, all that sort of stuff for me. And um, I think I was really pushing by this stage, like just breathing, pushing, and it just felt so much better to just push when I got mm-hmm. a contraction. Yeah. Um, so by the so Brenny filled the the pool just enough for me to get in, and I got in, and then I, it was I was just pushing. I think 15 minutes later, I had him. Wow. Um, in the pool, yeah. So wow. It was in total my um, labor active labor with Finn was three hours and 45 minutes. <sighs> That's incredible. It probably was your spinning babies techniques, just giving him this clear passage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, you know, I guess second babies as well, like that path is already made and I just had to encourage his position to be ready mm. to move down easily. Did you have any tearing with him? Cause it was so fast. No, I had none. And he was nine pounds seven born. Wow, that's incredible. And it just goes to show that your body will not give you a baby that you can't handle. Yeah, exactly. Your body will create exactly what you can, what you're capable of. Yeah. Yeah, That is incredible. Nine pounds. Wow. Nine pounds seven. Well done, mama. Thank you. I'm really proud of that. (laughs) Yeah, it was beautiful. It was such a beautiful experience. Again, I just, you know, pushed him out and I got to hold him and bring him up out of the water and I just again cried my baby my baby put him on my chest and oh just such a relief that feeling Mm -hmm. just knowing that you know that whole experience you've just birthed your baby yeah I've birthed my baby I've done the hard work but obviously there's still hard work to come (laughs) yeah um so how are you with bleeding this time uh yeah it didn't bleed 
at all. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so everything was great. Everything was, yeah, no blood in the water when I pushed him out. So I was in the birthing pool um, and I don't know if that contributed to not tearing because everything was, you know, softening um, from the warm Mm. water. Um, Mm. But, yeah, no tearing. Um, And you were happy to be in the pool this time? Yeah, it just felt right. It felt like that's exactly where... I needed to be um, because when I was in the shower, I was like, I forgot to mention, but I was like, just couldn't find the right position. I just, Mm -hmm. I felt so uncomfortable. And I just remember saying to Bren, I don't know what to do. I don't know what position to be in. Like everything feels so uncomfortable. But now Mm -hmm. that we can look back on it, it was because he was so far down. I could have just pushed Ben and probably pushed him out. Wow. <laughs> but I was just kind How of like crazy. not pushing because I just thought, you know, this is just still going to take a while. Too early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting. Early. Wow. Yeah. And how was Freya when she came home to a little brother? Oh, it was so beautiful. Um, so we were still in the birthing pool. Um, my husband I don't know when but at some point he messaged um my sister and asked if he could pick her up from kindy so she could be there so she it was so we were both in the pool and um yeah she just came in and and like her little eyes lit up and she was like oh (laughs) and we're like this is your little brother and it was just the sweetest moment like Mm -hmm. in time I just yeah my heart was so full I just couldn't believe that it was all happening and he was here and she got to meet him I think also because she's four like almost five the whole time concept is like she Mm. she knew that we were having a baby but didn't know when and if it was ever going to happen you know yes you know nine months is a long time to wait yeah so it was really sweet she she Mm. came in and um she stayed you know, around the pool and just she didn't really want to touch him because she was like, he's so gooey and gross. (laughs) Um, Oh, that's gorgeous. And was he still attached to the placenta at that stage? Yes. Yeah, he was. So um, I think I had him at 12.45 just after lunchtime and Mm -hmm. um, I had the, I birthed the placenta at about quarter past one, so half an hour after I had him. Oh, cool. Um, which was really uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable coming out. Yeah, like just waiting because I don't remember this the first time. I don't remember mm. birthing it or it coming out. So this time I was fully present and just, yeah, so it was just a new experience again. Because I suppose you have to have contractions to get it out, don't you? Yeah, you do. They're definitely not as intense as the, um, like, the birth or the labour. Mm-hmm. Um but they're still enough to be uncomfortable. And once you've pushed out a baby, I'm like done with pushing. I, didn't yeah. really, I was like, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was fine. It was quite easy actually. And um, it was amazing to see it like this little, well, big placenta that housed my yeah. baby and nourished <sighs> him and gave yeah. him life. And being a naturopath, did you do any um, placenta encapsulation or? No, I, I didn't this time. I did the first time um, mm-hmm. with Freya and I feel like they made me sick. Interesting because I've had Katie, you know Katie. Yeah. yeah. She said the same. She got like a rash or something. Oh, yes. Yeah, I do remember she got a rash. Mm. Um, I didn't get a rash or anything like that, but they just made me feel, yeah, I, I, I think they made me feel sick and nauseous mm. and um, 
quite unwell. So, and this time I just didn't feel like I needed them. I felt like I was, you know, healthy. Yeah. I think I, I yeah. felt like I had everything I needed. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't need to, to do it. So I didn't mm. do it. Mm. Yeah. See, I had a diff- I had a polar opposite experience. I feel like mine helped me through everything oh, after amazing. my, you know, long birth. So yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. It's so different for different people, isn't it? Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. So how long did you leave the placenta attached for? Uh, it was probably about an hour. Um, awesome. Just because we were in the pool for so long, just, you know, staring at him and mm. loving him and just taking in those moments. And yeah, it was such a, such a beautiful experience. My midwives were like making tea and they, <laughs> they came over and they were giving like through a little straw, they were handing it like putting it in my mouth, just giving me like herbal teas and wow, so um, beautiful. making us peanut butter on toast while we're in the pool, just, <laughs> you know, staring at the baby. It was really sweet. We just felt so, you know, like looked after and yeah. just given the time, like there was no rush to do anything yeah. or be anywhere or get up or out. And yeah, yeah wow. so I think it was about an hour um, uh, that we were in the pool for. And then, yeah, we got out and had a shower I jumped straight into bed um and then I cut I cut Finney's cord um beautiful yeah um Brenny cut Freya's cord so I cut Finney's cord yeah um and Freya actually got really um worried about that we we explained to her a lot of the birthing process and all that sort of stuff but not the after birth stuff yeah okay interesting so when we had him on the bed and we were about to cut his um cord when the cord was all beautiful and white and all the blood's gone through um we had the scissors out and Freya uh, was on my husband's lap and he was like Freya your heart's beating so fast you're okay (gasps) and she was like are you gonna cut him um and I was like no no we're just gonna cut the cord and she was just, she started getting upset and I'm like, you can't feel it, darling. And, and so, he, yeah, he had to take her out of the room and then we did that. So it was, yeah, not something I thought to explain or yeah. thought would be. Yeah, she's such a deep feeler, that one. Yeah, I've got a few of them too. <laughs> Bless her. Oh. And did he latch straight away? He did, yeah. So I've been really lucky with them, just both of them, just um, latching straight away and having mm. no issues there. And you did the, is it the 40-day postpartum where you just take everything slow? Yeah. So I don't know if it was 40 days. It was definitely, you know, three weeks at least where we didn't really have any visitors um, and we just sort of stayed at home in our little bubble. Freya still Mm -hmm. went to kindy because she chose that she wanted to go to kindy. Yeah. and um, my bonds are kind of boring for toddlers so boring um (laughs) and you know they're gonna be there when exactly so on on his first day like the next day I was like Fred do you want to stay home with us um for the day and not go to kindy today and she's like mom it's library day today and (laughs) I gotta get a new book so I love her I know so So we were like okay but that was nice because you know it's it was you nice to just have, to, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Have that and time. Will, will you guys go back for a third, do you think? I don't know. Um, I was all, I, I've always been like, no, I don't, I think two is perfect. And um, it took me five years to to be ready to have another one. Mm. So I don't know, but I don't know. Like, How old I'm, are you? 
I'm 33. Oh, you've got plenty of time. Yeah, I've got plenty of time, but I don't know. I look yeah. at him and I'm like, oh, how can I not have another one? Like, yeah, just look at him. It's so know. delicious. Yeah. So if you did go back, would you do another home birth, obviously? Yes, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. And I'd still keep an open mind because, you know, you never know. Every experience is different. So I'd still so pack true. my bag. Yeah. Um, in case, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I feel like, um, I would definitely go back. It's just, I've just had such a beautiful experience with just the support that I've had from my midwives. And yeah. I mean, when, when we were all in bed after having Finn, I had this cake all ordered from raw and peace. She's just this beautiful cake maker. She does raw cakes and they're gluten free. Um, nice. and we were sitting in the bed, me, Freya, my husband and Finn, and we had the cake on the bed, just cutting it like on a chopping board. Mm. And, um, we had the midwives around us and we sang happy birthday and cut up oh. the cake. And we, we all shared cake in the bedroom just after having him. And, you know, it was just so special. Like it was just yeah. such a, an experience that, you know, I guess a lot of people, um, you know, don't get to have. And I'm so lucky that I have been able to have nothing but that beautiful experience with both babies. Yeah. Exactly. And it's sad that, you know, people fear home births. Yeah. I guess there's not a lot of information. So, I mean, yeah. a lot of people, if they're, you know, uninformed will um, mm. fear what they don't know. So mm. I guess, you know, if you, uh, I would suggest like if anyone wanted to, look into having a home birth and talk to the midwives who do it, you know, almost mm. every day and ask them, you know, what if this, what if that, what do you do if this happens? If And then, you know, they'll be able to explain all the things yeah. that, that they can do and that they have um, ready to go in case of yeah. anything. But, I mean, there's just such a – I mean, with every woman that I've spoken to through, that walked through that clinic – was just, you know, such a beautiful experience. And I was like, I, this is exactly what I want. And yeah. this is the type of people I want to surround myself with leading into birth because, you know, it doesn't have to be all fear. Yeah, exactly right. And do you have any advice for expectant mums out there? Oh, well, I would say to just do your research and, and yeah. um, I, w- I love private midwives. So I would say get in touch with private mm. midwives and just talk to different healthcare providers. So if you have a certain experience that you want to experience or a certain way that you want to birth, then talk to the people who are most likely to be able to support that kind of birth. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I know with a lot of women, friends and people that I've seen as a naturopath and working in the midwifery clinic, um, I've seen them go through the hospital hospitals and just the amount of unnecessary interventions that are you know um, offered to women or told women that they need are often you know I guess you just never really know what is necessary these days because there's just so many things that they want to do because they're all guided by protocols and timelines and everything yeah so true so yeah I guess I would say speak to private midwives because they're the most amazing mm-hmm. um supportive women for any kind of birth or journey through birth mm-hmm. and knowledgeable yeah, they're just so knowledgeable and they know birth yeah they know just the they know birth they don't yeah it's not about um a medical approach yeah it's not very 
yeah, it's not all about clinical and protocols. It's mm-hmm. just about the individual and how they birth and allowing them to do what they need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome advice. Thank you so yeah. much, Tanya, for coming on today and sharing your beautiful birth stories with us. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. And I know lots of women will feel inspired, so thank you so much for letting me share. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> no worries. Thank you for having me. That brings us to the end of today's episode, guys. Tanya's journey is the greatest example of how strong and capable we are as women to give birth. Have confidence, trust your inner strength, and never forget you are built for this. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I'll see you next week for another episode of Positive Birth Australia.